Welcome to Building a Better World, a podcast that investigates the intersection of the metaverse and how we can apply these technologies to improve people's real lives and enhance humanity. The metaverse is more than a web of networks. It is an unfathomable life-shaping tool. And we, our friends, are here to dive headfirst into the way these technologies can improve our life and the world around us. I'm your host, Rish Lotlakar. Get ready to discover how we can build a better world in three, two, one. Today, I'm joined by Ilya Pashkov. Ilya is the chief metaverse officer and founder of Alter Metaverse, a company that brings true value, purpose, and utility in developing NFTs and Web 3.0 through metaverse adventure and entertainment while holding a commitment to socially responsible initiatives and the sustainability of the planet. He's also the chief design officer and co-founder of Weeder and the chief executive officer of Pashkov. Ilya, welcome and happy to have you here. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for such a great intro. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, excited to have you here too. I think we met a while back in Vegas, maybe, or Miami. I think we were trying to figure it out. Definitely yes, in the yes. in the Web three scene, and maybe even the the tech scene in general. Maybe back exactly. in Ukraine too. So exactly, I think it was either Vegas or Miami uh, conference. But yeah, I'm happy to see you again, and happy to uh, catch up and like synchronize on everything we do, and like share some updates and things like that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, tell me a bit about your career. You've done a lot of different things. You have a lot of stuff going on. Would love to hear more of your background and how you got into the metaverse. Yeah, so I started as a designer a long time ago. It was, uh, you know, when the internet started, I was very passionate about computers and internet. And I'm pretty much sharing the same information in every podcast and every interview. So it's already, I feel like all the world know my story. <laughs> but, you know, like, I was very passionate about design, programming, internet. And uh, I, I found myself playing around with digital art, design and things since I was in high school. So I'm talking about ninth grade of high school. I started working as a graphic designer back in Odessa, Ukraine. That's where I'm from. I love Odessa. Uh, Usually there in the summers. Love it. Yeah, summers are the best. Can't wait to get back to Odessa soon. Age 21, I switched to art director position. I was working with the advertising agencies, focusing on marketing, branding, building campaigns for the big brands, European brands. And uh, uh, I started Dev Shop and I've been building different like websites back in the days because there was no mobile apps yet and then switched to app development as well so i was growing into a direction of creative direction branding marketing design and also building things and playing with technology because it was always my jam and passion so i got hired by bmw moved to chicago designed ui ux and product design for bmw cars mobile apps and part of the interior design like UI UX in the car. Work on a actually pretty cool project there uh, where I can apply some innovative thinking with XR, uh, with you know different future concepts that we've been working on. It was quite interesting. And I was doing consulting pretty much for all my career. So working with different brands, companies, helping them, you know, uh, get to the right level. <laughs> so uh, started a company called Players Health back in Chicago seven years ago. It's healthcare risk management. I would build like a big platform 
for uh, youth athletes, kids, pretty much. It's very interesting company. Uh, I just I just acted at Players Health. Players Health got one, uh, raised, I think, around 50 million. So pretty successful company. Uh, Metaverse itself was always a passion to me, but as far as you know, because you work in the same field, the technology itself was was always attractive, but there was never like a perfect perfect usage of it, right? So we can like we've always been bumping into something that hardware is not ready or this is not perfect yet. Uh, some things are not uh, perfectly working. But it was always interesting to uh, play around with it because it's uh, by all the you know design thinking, design knowledge, technological side, and with blockchain and Web three, it's also given this beauty. And I think that blockchain and Web three completing the and creating the metaverse itself because that's where you can apply assets and fintech with any three D environment and experiences. So uh, you can actually uh, evaluate any 3D object that exists in Metaverse with an amount of, you know, money, funds, tokens, whatever it is. If it's an NFT, you have a value of this 3D object. And that's what, us, that what actually for me, uh, the main uh, motivation where I, feel, where I felt like, okay, I actually want to focus on that uh, specifically for quite some time. But I was always dreaming about like Metaverse. I remember myself, I was living in Miami Five years ago, Metaverse was not as big hype yet. And I was just like walking around. I was like, I'm thinking about like, what's going to be the next step of like, you know, evolution of like devices, technology. And I was seeing this like, you know, advertisement everywhere, you know, like virtual reality. People can socialize. They can leave some messages like graffiti on the walls and things like that. And I was like, that's going to be a thing. I want to build it. I want to. I want to focus on that. And then slowly, like, I was just start putting together my concepts, you know, ideation and documentation, and then, uh, you know, build a team to start working on Alter. That's awesome. And yeah, I would love to hear more about uh, Alter and, you know, completely agree with uh, your, your passion and excitement for what the metaverse enables us to do and bringing together, you know, the ability to transact and, you know, to create around you in real world locations. So... That's awesome. I'd love to hear right. kind of more about Alter and, and uh, what you're yes. thinking. Alter is like, uh, as the name is alternative augmented reality. That's how <laughs> I started. And, you know, the, the idea was born at that time when I was like walking around and seeing all this future world and was the metaverse to bring to people. Applying technology that I was working like R&D with my development teams. And I already was working in, in, in AR space quite some time. So I have like a good Unity team good R&D resource pretty much. So I know like what actually works and what's not. If you want to launch it on your mobile device, you know, what kind of technology you can apply so your phone is not going to be overheated or like your battery is not going to die like in the next hour or something like that. So <laughs> the beauty uh, with Alter that I found back in the days when I started it that, you know, I can apply blockchain to uh, uh, 3D objects and uh, create it created as an asset that I can place to any location on, on a map. And that's how I started. I was, uh, for me, Metaverse, of course, it is like a web space where you can get together through the browser or maybe mobile device and, you know, see the virtual rooms, etc. But for me, uh, it's way bigger than that. For me, Metaverse is actually a location-based experience because I don't want people to live in the metrics. I don't want people to, you know, live in VR headsets or, you know, be connected to the wires and, you know, explore the virtual worlds and just, 
you know, pretty much spend their time at home, sitting in, in one room. I'm seeing uh, people uh, being active, healthy, moving around, you know, doing some everyday life, everyday things, but also utilizing additional layers of technology in entertainment, etc. Something that we can that something that can make this life better, more fun, uh, enjoyable, and also like help others. Uh, so that's how I can like the direction how I started Alter. And uh, tech wise, uh, very simple. You know, I just like started uh, started with Pokemon Go kind of experiences, merged them with NFTs, applied geotagging and geolocations, and that's how I started Alter. So pretty much, you know, every NFT is a 3D object in Alter, and every NFT could be placed to any location on the map. There is, you know, the the model that could be applied to the to the map itself, you know, who owns the who owns the land and who can place any object and how much you pay for gas, let's say, or how much you pay to place that object there. And uh, also uh, the part, the model that every NFT could, uh, as a 3D object could have different experiences, different animations, different gamified elements applied to it. So, and that's where the interesting part started because, you know, let's say the, the financial model that I apply, you know, let's say like Nike, dropping the uh, 3D shoes, uh, you know, in New York somewhere or in LA. And then we create some sort of like a quiz to make people uh, start collecting those shoes. And when the people collecting those shoes on specific locations, they have some sort of like a gamified experience where they can, you know, play some game, play to earn, play play this game, uh, earn that NFT, place it to their wallet, store it. And uh, the future is applying DeFi to it. So let's say... I'm thinking about to link into your card where you convert some crypto into the into the regular USD. And then with that NFT, that NFT gives you an ability to get perks and discounts from brands. So the main idea is to build a customer retention and loyalty program for brands where uh, people interacting with these gamified experiences, getting loyalties, getting perks and getting the motivation to to do something again, so storing storing Nike uh, Nike uh, NFT, let's say, on your uh, wallet, you can get discounts from Nike. You can get access to the private clubs. You can get you know a bunch of different utilization things that actually apply to that NFT. And that's how I you know stepped into creating more utilization for NFT that currently exists on the market. Got it. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, I think we're very aligned there in terms of some of the things that we're working on and, and focused on at Superworld. So I think there, there's definitely things that we can talk about and, and uh, try to better understand. I love the fact that you're very passionate about, you know, very, very similar kinds of things. Um, because I, I think that ultimately, you know, the thing that you said that really captured my attention the most was at the beginning when you said that, you know, you want people to go out and do things and to be exactly. out there in the physical world, which is what we're, we're focused on as, as well. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, utilizing that strategy, utilizing that like knowledge and those concepts, you know, I built several interesting things and projects. One of them is called a med backpacks. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a, uh, you know, company based in Dubai, okay. but, uh, you know, very similar model that uh, I applied for. I co-produced in that game. Very similar model I applied. So it's very similar to stepping uh, yeah. when you need to have uh, shoes to walk around yeah. and just make uh, make money pretty much, make uh, asset. So uh, we utilized uh, AR backpack. So you were in a backpack and the main idea that you, uh, you know, 
have a gamified experience that you're collecting the coins, collecting NFTs around you, store into your backpack, and pretty much like it's like a full like a metaverse experience, a location-based metaverse experience as well. So Amazing. I think that's the trend in general, you yeah. know, to make people go outside, have fun, and enjoy the life, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I, I love that. No, I think that's... Uh very much going to be a a longer conversation for us is exactly how to get people to you know be incentivized to do things in real world locations and to benefit from that right uh, so yeah so you know i think that w- the beauty of this is that i think you and me and a lot of people agree that this is one of the things that we want the metaverse for And, you know, I think a lot of people are very inspired by that vision of getting people to have the tools to do things in in the real world and and to be able to gamify their real life in some ways. I'm curious, what do you think are the, you know, in terms of your thoughts on the current challenges that we're facing in terms of widespread adoption of the the technologies or is technology a barrier or you know what what are some of the challenges that are going to have to be overcome to get more people using using these kinds of tools or applications yes i think first of all and you know we're both working in the same space so we're pretty much dealing with the tech r&d and then tech adoption the testing it and then the main thing for me as a designer and user of, of the product, the most important thing is like, do I like how much I enjoy it myself? How much I'm having fun with it? Am I going to use it on an everyday basis? Or is it just something I'm building? It's just like, you know, I just like to play around with the technology and that's all. So I'm always coming from the perspective of build a right use case that uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to like it myself. So I'm going to be a main user who's going to be enjoying the technology, uh, what I'm playing around with. But uh, yeah, currently technology is still weak, especially on the hardware side. There is no good uh, synchronization yet. It's kind of like we all know the direction. We all know that this is the direction where we should go. This is the direction. And we know that it's going to happen anyway. There is no way it's not going to work that way because we know that this is the future anyway. And people who work in innovation and tech, we all like growing up on the movies and seeing that idea of the, you know, virtual reality, metaverse, how it could exist in the future, like holograms, uh, you know, additional layers of graphics, additional experiences, merging it with AI. We all know that these things going to happen. Currently, we're just not there yet. And we're making this adoption. It's very similar what what happened to iPhone. I actually read yesterday, uh, very interesting post that Steve Jobs actually wasn't believing in uh, idea of iPhone. Uh, he thought that it's not going to work, and he thought that you know they they should do like a little bit like different model. And he was focusing on iPad back in the days, and he wasn't believe- like he he didn't believe that people going to have such a huge mass adoption with Apple technology and like mobile phone devices. But it happened. So uh, that's kind of the same station here as well. First of all, user need to understand that that this device or this technology is something that he need to use on everyday basis, and that he can't exist without it. And this technology make his life better. You know, his experience, his work, his lifestyle, whatever it is, he want to have this technology applied to his lifestyle. When we're gonna get to the, to that point, 
of course, it's going to be way more easy to build something, but we're not there yet. Currently, you, me, and like other metaverse builders, we're pretty much applying that futuristic models and trying to showcase that, like, hey, you can do this, you can do that, but it's not perfect yet. And, you know, I'm, I still understand that whatever I'm building right now, probably going to have a mass adoption and, and like, you know, people going to be using it in the next five, six years, probably. Currently working, I'm currently working on literally like solving like technological solution with, uh, edge clouds and like actually hardware whatever is launched on the market yeah it doesn't have a right processors and memories and like you can actually do rendering on your devices so you have to render everything in the clouds and then pretty much stream it to the devices and then we're solving like you know we like a plan how to how to how to make it on aws and how to do all the architecture of like rendering process and like streaming process to the device things like that so we're still playing around with the technology and trying to find the ways how to how to make it happen but we know that it's going to work. And I think like everyone excited about the Apple device, you know, uh, you know, Meta, you know, Snap, all of the companies going to launch their goggles. I feel like everything what I build in Alter, everything we work on is definitely, uh, you know, uh, applied to the goggles uh, uh, technology. So people have to start using a new device, new tool first to understand that they're going to be using it in the future. And experience using VR headsets was not as as good as it could be because like VR started what like in eighties, I think 89 or like 90s, something like that. Uh, like there was already some sort of like VR devices that people used to apply some sort of virtual reality, but I personally don't really like it. Yeah. It's fun to play around a little bit, but I actually never bought especially VR headset because I actually liked it because I'm not a big fan of, you know, I can, I can, spend like more than an amount of hours being in some specific virtual world because you know i want i want to have like extended reality i want to see these additional things if i want see the you know it's also not as comfortable you can just go outside and like work out like go walk on the streets with vr headset you want to have something like an iphone like an apple watch something very easy that you can take out and then do your everyday life so I feel like we are right now running in this timelines of different devices, technology, and trying to synchronize them together to build the perfect adoption, what we're going to like first, and then launch it to the market, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. You got to enjoy using the product yourself, really see the, the use case of, of using of the product and, and, and then really kind of bring together that user experience that's seamless and adds value to our daily lives, things like that, that makes me want to come back to use the product every day. That's definitely a, a challenge, um, something that we think a, about a lot as well uh, at Superworld. So I think you and I are uh, definitely going to have some more uh, good conversations around that topic too. I'll be happy to. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the way that you think because you're definitely someone who's who's a dreamer as well uh visionary in terms of how you kind of vision the the future of this technology even before the technology is available and you know how you think about what what you want to do and i know sustainability and and the planet and other things are are big goals for you as well um what are your thoughts on how the metaverse or the technologies that we're just talking about how can those things benefit the world or the environment? That's the biggest question that I'm trying to solve myself internally first, because, you know, I was working in tech all my life, especially working in blockchain. Same as you, you know, like 
dealing with mining and, you know, like understanding that pretty much technology is killing the planet at some point. Mm -hmm. Evolution and innovations, what I'm passionate about, whatever I do, are from one angle and perspective are destroying the planet. But there is another angle of it where we can optimize it and use it to benefit it. So that's, you know, I was, you know, doing my spiritual journey, some sort of like a transformational as a person to like understanding that, you know, whatever I build, I want to focus on impact and sustainability to make benefits for for the planet and for the humanity, because there is no other option for me. I just like, I'm not going to have as much fun just, you know, making money or just be building a cool fun things. I already, you know, work on many projects, have some sort of exits, products that I launched, you know, campaigns that I've seen everywhere around the globe. And, you know, I get some sort of awareness that fitted my ego from the perspective of like, okay, yeah, I can, I can achieve something like that. But is it going to really make me proud of what I do? Is it something that I'm going to tell my kids, hey, I build it and this thing actually helps somebody? There is many, many, you know, like layers and pieces of the puzzle that define in me and like trying to build, a, uh, trying to build me as a character what exa- exactly I want to build and how. For example, situation in Ukraine that happened yeah. last year with, with war uh, that like literally, you know, everyone kind of knew that this could happen. Nobody believed, but then... You know, I had like more than 100 people, my team, developers, designers, managers, everyone, like people were, were from Ukraine, as well as my family that I had to move out from the country that I had to like, you know, support, uh, you know, and it's like dealing and helping actually others, not just people who relate to me. Those type of questions actually triggered me to like, you know, I have to do it. I want to help and I'm going to do it from any perspective. From the metaverse perspective, it's a little bit tricky. Same as like blockchain and mining. There's always a ways to find uh, green ways, like green coins and green ways of utilizing any technology. And that's the first way of how I'm, how I'm trying to, to build the system. So whatever we build, we think green. Then actually monetization of the platform itself the ideas that I'm putting together in the business models is actually circulating the funds from, you know, having an experience. So let's say you are buying NFT tree, right? You place this NFT tree somewhere on the location. So this NFT tree actually connected to the organization that planned the tree in real life and this tree grows. So models like that, that, you know, benefit the planet itself through gamify experience. Uh, my idea uh, is to make people enjoy have fun, uh, you know, do something that they can actually be proud of. So it's like gamify experience where you can like build your profile on uh, amount of things, good things that you do. You know, like I feel like lately it's not as cool anymore to like, oh, I, I made an amount of money, I built an amount of projects or I, I build this and that. It's not as cool anymore. I feel like the impact itself, you know, you can be like super rich and like, you know, big influencer in you know tech or business but what kind of impact you bring into the world when world uh dealing with like real problems and there are so many of them and i feel like that people are currently in the process of transformation from you know going into new era and like thinking about like bigger thing bigger things that than just like money and like everyday needs you know just yachts playing planes and like you know having fun Actually, people start to think about that, you know, world need helps. 
you know, from sustainability perspective, you know, water cleaning, electricity, like, and all, all these problems, wars, uh, mm-hmm. all these pro- problems that we're, we're dealing with. We as a technologist, as a creative, could apply into the products what we build. So, you know, for me, like, I'm just, you know, using my models, what I can, so, um, and trying to recreate the money into the right places, to the right organizations, and build some sort of gamified experiences for the users when they can, you know, grow as a good people, you know, like, so like the profile, the, 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 the level of your, uh, impact of your influence measured not by amount of likes or not the amount of followers, but amount of good things that you did in that life transformed into apply to the metaverse experiences and NFTs. And, you know, you actually really helping somebody while you play or while you're doing something. And that's kind of like my way of thinking. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, it's definitely, um, Again, uh, to say it three times now, it's like the, you, we, we have a definitely have a similar kind of purpose and mission here about making the world a better place using these technologies in, in Ukraine. It, you know, again, very important place for me as well, spending a lot of time. Uh, living there, we, you know, try to try to see what we could do to kind of show the the gravity of the situation that was happening on the ground in Ukraine and enabled our users to see the destruction and place imagery of the destruction in, in places in the world, around the world, so they could see what it looks like and also show their support for for right. Ukraine in different real world locations and so you know in that sense or you know in terms of the environment there's also so many things you can do i think to use this technology to showcase and educate people about ways to you know take care of earth uh and uh things that they can do to take action in their own communities so excited to share some of those ideas exactly. and see how we can uh work together on that I, i'm interested to get into you know some of the more personal things in in your life that kind of help you kind of keep your energy up or your you know your ability to kind of uh because it, it can get you know, when you are a visionary like yourself, it, it can get, you know, hard because sometimes it's the technology that's too slow. Sometimes it's it's people's imagination and that can't keep up. Right. Like, you know, what are some of the things that you do to keep yourself motivated? And there's a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to this show who I think have the same, you know, how do I keep going? What are the things I need to do to keep energized? What, what, tell me more about, you know, things you do in your life to... Uh, get excited. Yes. Yes. I'm here to share it. Uh, first of all, you perfectly, you know, mentioned, you know, you know, the right questions, what to ask, like probably because we're in the same space <laughs> and the same level of vibration. But, you know, it's first of all, my personality. I'm not the person who given up so easy. No, I never give up. <laughs> I would say that. And, you know, uh, originally from Ukraine, uh, was born there and built my career in Ukraine, you know, it's a bit different, especially, you know, after like Soviet Union times and like it's created my personality in such a way that I like to, you know, I'm like a warrior of light, you know, that's like any bad stuff, you know, any like any darkness that's going to hit me, I can understand and like evaluate that hit, but I can actually stand, stand back and continue fighting and, you know, like continue doing my things, you know, so that's probably my my energy my motto my my motivation 
But last year was super tough, you know, because, you know, pretty much everything that I was building for the like past 10 years, I would say, and I'm talking about business development, design, you know, I had like many teams, everything was pretty much almost uh, destroyed, restructurized. I have to move people, bunch of projects, you know, like whatever we've been working on, it's like had to have a restructure. And of course, you know, moving my family, having a lot of expenses, as, uh, in parallel, raising money for the startup and, you know, like trying to, to build something while you need to take care of many things. It's very tough and hard. But, you know, I'm as, as a regular human being, I have ups and downs. Sometimes it's getting tough. Sometimes, you know, or you can have like some sort of like apathy or depression or you feel like, okay, you know, probably maybe I'm doing something wrong or like, I don't know, like <laughs> maybe I'm not good enough. Or like, you know, the many, many, many things that, you know, come into our mind that as a human beings, like showing our weakness. But then I feel like the main motivation for me is like, I have this internal, internal energy that drives me that like, I feel myself in some sort of way that, you know, there is my purpose. It's like, uh, there is my purpose to do something. And I know that I can actually do something really big and really good. And the idea that I can help others, the, the idea that, that, that I can, can continue moving forward and build those things or make me feel energized. And uh, honestly, like from the spiritual growth and like pretty much personal development perspective, there is like such a simple rules uh, and habits that uh, people can develop just to feel way better than they are to eliminate any bad thoughts, depression, etc. You just need to, you know, you just need to start person uh, take care of your health. When you're taking care of your health, you're taking care of your everyday routine. Yoga is my favorite. Maybe run, mm -hmm. uh, meditation, uh, healthy habits, you know, eliminate like alcohol, uh, drugs, then fresh air, fresh good, good food, you know, things like that. If you just do these simple things that maybe sometimes looks like, ah, I just want to party here, I just want to go drink with my friends, blah, blah, blah. Like when you're eliminating this and you're enjoying your healthy habits, you're enjoying your everyday routine in the best way, you're actually developing yourself as a happy, positive, motivated person because you enjoy this life. You know, like, you don't have this like serotonin downs when you just like, you know, like want to stay at home for a few days and just like recovering after another like weekend of parties or something like that. You actually like motivated. I work on the weekends, you know, like I enjoy it. I wake up in the morning when I'm developing these habits. I'm not saying that I don't party at all. Sometimes, you know, I have in my, you know, I travel a lot and I have friends everywhere. You know, you need to have a right balance, like go to Burning Man sometime. It's, yeah. it's, all, it's, also, it's <laughs> also great and cool and have the best time. But more you're taking care of yourself, more you take taking care of your health, actually other people see it as well. And they, okay, actually like, Ilya, what do you do? Tell us how you can look so young. Like, why is, like, where are you getting this energy from? And just like, you know, it's just like natural, just, you know, take care of yourself and everything will be, will be, will be cool. We actually started this uh, movement called WISE. It's a, WISE, uh, it's, a, it's a world initiative for sustainable earth. Uh, in San Diego, a mm -hmm. uh, group of entrepreneurs, like a great network of people, spiritual people, entrepreneurs united together with similar ideas. So we got a big mansion back in the days during the COVID times. Cool. I was moving from Miami, from Miami to California and yeah. we got, got, got this mansion with uh, four entrepreneurs 
And we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, we pretty much should be on a lockdown for quite some time. But everyone was at the same level of vibration and understanding the life situation that we don't want to, we don't want to drink alcohol. We don't want to do this and that. So we build that community during COVID times, like mm-hmm. some sort of like a bubble where nothing is affected us at all. Nobody was sick. Nobody, everyone was keep positive vibrations. We had like yoga teachers, meditation teachers. We had like different shamans, practitioners, spiritual guides coming from different parts of the world to visit us there. And that's how we started that like movement very much. Like, you know, like when you're positive, when you're on a high vibration, you like, you want to give this happiness to others. That's the energy of life. That's the energy of light. You know, that's something that you want to share with others. That's what other people feel and they want to be a part of it. So I think that's, you know, the, the answer to your question somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, I definitely, we got to hang out now too, um, just party. Um, but also, uh, you know, the yoga and the spirituality. I think I probably know some of the people that were in that house because uh, I remember uh, hearing about Maybe you were, yeah. Maybe you were visiting. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like we have a group from San Francisco, like, like, people from everywhere. And I know that we connected. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised that you maybe even been there, but, uh, I'm sure, you know, a bunch of people from, from yes, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so funny that you uh, mentioned this. Cause I think I remember that. So, yeah, I definitely think that it is a, a really important part of, you know, not only just having the kind of the bat practices, whether it's meditation or yoga or gratitude for what you have and and what you've accomplished and and to be able to put those kind of daily rituals in place nutrition big one you know not not getting dehydrated or drinking alcohol can definitely exactly yeah maybe add some psychedelics of course of course (laughs) um i mean like like i feel like all the natural organic things that nature gives and grows mm-hmm. like it's couldn't damage and hurt you as bad as any like chemical you know or something that you can put into your body and when you just mm-hmm. illuminate like all the and i'm not talking about psychedelics only but food and actually like psychedelic practices like ayahuasca for example uh, or you know uh peyote like uh, you know i was doing like pretty pretty deep dive into like different traditions of like spiritual spiritual technologies that have been developed in like centuries in the, on this planet. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you're not making it, you're not doing it because you want to have fun or like trip or something like that. You're actually doing it to clean yourself. You're yeah. doing it to heal yourself. You're doing it to help others. And it's all start with right dieta, right uh, food. You know, you eliminate all the chemicals, caffeine, mm-hmm. like all other stuff that can damage your body. And when you clean, that's the way, like how you heal yourself. So you pray ceremony or journey or retreat that you're doing but preparation and the way how you spend time after it that's the full circle you have to keep your dieta you have to do like you have to illuminate all the crap from your head and that's how you can focus on something and then of course like all the sickness all the problems are mental first so we create a disease in our head with you know with depression with stress with like some extra stuff that you know we can apply for ourselves and you know, we pretty much generate cancer cells, cancer cells in our body because we are thinking negative. But when you clean ourselves, you know, putting ourselves on a higher vibration, that's how we heal ourselves and that's how we heal, heal others. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. No, I'm definitely a, a fan of ayahuasca and, and uh, you know, plant medicine uh, in general. That's uh, very important and really, I think, helps people understand themselves uh, and their future and, and how they can, uh, you know, uh, be more connected with the environment and the world. Exactly. Where we come exactly. from. Exactly. I'm going to I'm going to Sundance in April. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, you know you be familiar with Sundance Lakota Lakota uh, way of praying, mm -hmm. and the idea that it's not just only tipis and not just only peyote or medicine. It's actually mm -hmm. idea that people getting together, connecting with all the elements what this nature gives us, and sweat lodge. It's mm -hmm. like great ceremony. That's like one of my favorite ones. You actually mm -hmm. in a tent. Cover it, fully cover it in the darkness. Yes. Yeah. Lava rocks, heat it. I'm mm -hmm. just explaining. Me. I'm sure you know, but maybe people on the podcast, mm -hmm. you know, they, they yeah. know what is it. But, you know, they heat in the rocks, they put it in the middle of the, of the sweat lodge, they put it like this uh, water on it, and they pray and sing, and sing and songs in the same moment. Honestly, the feeling, connection with the God, with universe, with elements, water, fire, air, community around. And, uh, you know, putting together intention to change something on the planet, to change something for good. I never felt so powerful and so, you know, so clean and pure. So those things are really, really powerful things that I recommend people just to try to understand that there is different, different ways of, you know, living this life and be happy, you know, and like eliminate all the crap that, you know, exists and bothers us on an everyday basis. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, definitely, um, uh, something that more and more of the world needs to open up to. Um, I think it'll make the, the world a, a more connected place and people more understanding of each other, for sure, right? Um, I like how we switch from metaverse and tech and innovation stuff yeah. into like a spiritual and... Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same, I think. It's all connected uh, in a way. I'm gonna, Before I close, I just want to ask you a couple of you know, more fun questions and really enjoyed this conversation. And I'm excited to, you know, do a follow-up with you um, to see how we can work together in this space. Um, so I'm really happy that we had this conversation today, but wanted to get a sense from you. You know, I know I can tell that you are always seeking knowledge and uh, open to learning. Is there someone, if you could pick anyone in the world today or in history, who would you want to meet? for lunch to learn from who, who would be someone and what would you want to learn from that person? So many, so many interesting people. <laughs> it's hard to say Nikola, Nikola Tesla, for sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> one of the, one of the top list, uh, Da Vinci, uh, Leonardo Da Vinci. I'll be, I'll be happy to hang out with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you ask? What would be your question? It seems uh, like all these people just, are creators and inventors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, probably like different questions to, to different ones. It's just pretty much, you know, like I feel it doesn't matter if you're alive or if we already that we still share that knowledge because everything is an information. And, you know, when person was living that time, long, long time ago, without like having all this technology and information that we have right now and get into the, get to the level where he can produce something like that and he can see the future. There is honestly no specific question. It's just like the idea of connect to the person and just share some communication, share your thoughts, get some feedback. That's the most important part. But you know, the beauty of it that those people leave and they left behind something after them. They already, they store this information, the information stored in us because we know 
know what the knowledge that they shared with future generation. I just want to be like them because I want to I want to feel my purpose that you know I'm I'm not living just because I want to have fun or something. I want that everything that I created, everything that I'm thinking about is going to the generation and they're going to be helping people in the future and they, you know, they can live better life, they can progress and they they can perform. But there is no specific question to those guys. I just like will be will be great. I think I will come up with some questions when I will see them. Maybe I'll see them sometime. You'll you know, get, never know. Yeah, you'll get a spark of inspiration, I'm sure, um, especially exactly. from Tesla. So I'll ask you one uh, one final question to close. As you know, Superworld is a is a virtual world covering Earth, and we've divided the surface of the Earth into 64 billion properties of virtual real estate where you can buy any place in the Earth as a digital asset. And I'm curious, you know, what what are places in the world or a place in the world that you love, places in the world that you, you know, have a connection to? Where where would be that place in the world that you would buy virtual real estate in Superworld or maybe you already own virtual real estate in Superworld? I think on uh, our next conversation, I, I know where to get into. I need to get, I'm going to get the property in Superworld. <laughs> but uh, I would love to, to be honest. And uh, my favorite spot is Maui, Hawaii. Nice. Uh, that's that's the place where I feel at home, no matter what time I'm going there. For some reason, I'm connected with that land, even though I'm from Ukraine. And that's my home where I was was born. But when I'm coming to Maui, I'm like, this is my home. This is like where, like, you know, I feel the energy, spirits. I don't know how to, what is it? But this is where I, where, what I like. Uh, Ukraine, of course, Odessa, um, yeah. and like many, many, many places in Ukraine that, you know, very, very deep in my heart that I'm connected to. It beats a beach club in Ukraine, in Odessa. <laughs> in Odessa. <laughs> I was living very close by, so yeah. I was heading out in that place, pretty much all my, <laughs> you know, all my students and like, yeah. even in high school. So yeah. like, I know this area pretty well. I wouldn't say that this is one of my favorites in Odessa, but definitely somewhere close to the sea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? I really like Italy. Uh, there's so many because I was living like a nomad uh, for pretty much almost... 10 years, I was like traveling, living around different places. So there's so many places I love. Maui currently on top of my, on my list, just from my connection perspective. But there are so many places I haven't been yet. Like, for example, Japan. I haven't visited Japan yet. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to visit it soon. Yeah, I know it's a big uh, Web3 web conference soon. And my friends invited me. I'm just like right now, a lot of work and everything that I do. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be, if, if I can make it there. But Japan... I really want to go there. And, you know, many, many in Bali, for example. I've never been to Bali. I can't believe, you know, like, yeah, Bali's <laughs> that's, amazing. that's, it's another, my, you know, I have many friends there and like, I just never do. We have floating, I think. Apple told me like, alerts, emergency alerts. But uh, Bali definitely in, in, in top list where I want to go. But Maui is the one that I would buy property in Super Bowl already. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, we'll uh, work on building some stuff out there together. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much, man. I really enjoyed this conversation. So exciting that we share so many things in common. And, uh, you know, that's what the beauty of this is. You get to know someone uh, not only professionally, but all of their, you know, uh, different different things that kind of make up who they are. And that's it's awesome that we have those things in common too. So yeah, definitely have to uh, 
talk again soon. Where can people find you online? Um, what's the easiest way to find you? Uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Telegram. I think like if you search me by name, there's so many. Like you can find me anywhere and pretty much everywhere. The easiest way if you want to text is just like probably email or uh, if it's a business related uh, phone number. Uh, I think the easiest, easiest one work related conversation is through LinkedIn. Just search, by, you can find me by my name, I L L I A, Pashko, and we can continue there. Are you in San Francisco right now, right? Uh, I'm actually in Miami, but I'm globally nomadic. So I'm always all over yeah. the world. Yeah, every year, different of cities. Of yeah. yeah, same. Same as me. Same as me currently in LA because I'm working on this cannabis metaverse project. Actually, didn't okay. mention that. I'll, I'll be in LA now. next week. So we'll meet up. Oh, let's meet. Let's meet. I'll be happy to. Perfect. Awesome, perfect. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, pleasure, pleasure seeing you. Thanks again for being on a Building a Better World podcast and looking forward to uh, seeing you in LA next week. Likewise. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Peace to everyone. Take care of yourself and take care of the planet and looking forward to see you in LA. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Building a Better World. For more, search Building a Better World in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. On behalf of the team here at Superworld, thanks for listening. <laughs>